Hello, I just want to do a quick note to mention a few things about the three spirits in case I didn't mention in um, I didn't mention this in the video audio video just because it's so important that I want to make sure that I go over this just one more time just in case because it's very important for us to understand the power of the energy of the tree spirits. So the tree spirits, even in ancient times, um, it was known that the trees were entrances to other dimensions and that the tree spirits are powerful, were powerful guys and healers. Some of the cases in some of the different civilizations, you will see that the ancient people knew that the, some of the trees had specific medicine for specific illnesses, but there were also specific guides for specific dimensions and healers for different, obviously, for different situations. Um, but also, a lot of the trees were also known to bring consciousness, and some of them were able to drive someone crazy if they were not ready for that type of consciousness. So only the gods and goddesses, the pharaohs in ancient Egypt and in, in some other civilizations, um, the king, the queens, the people that were part of the royalty were the ones that had access to specific trees. Um, for example, there are some legends even in, the, in different books where you will see that even in ancient Egypt and other um, African and Hindu cultures that you will see that some trees were only um, available to even be seen by those that were part of the royalty family. So in my own trances and, and meditation, I have seen the tree spirits with tiny little workers you can you might call them elves or fairies these workers i have seen them myself and whether their function is to ensure that the energy of the spirit um the energy of the medicine that they're putting out like ayahuasca san pedro um even if it's just basil the, the things that you have in your garden everything has little tiny energy beings, whether they are elves, fairies, or just etheric energy beings that are just particles that work to make sure that each plant performs the job that it's supposed to perform. So they, it's actually a lot of energy being used to make sure that a specific tree, especially, especially the older they are, the more... Um, the more energy is put into making sure that the results when people use the tree uh, for whatever it is that they're using it, like it could be to expand consciousness, to heal, to release energies, to whatever it is that you're trying to do, you activate it. It's already done, but you have to activate it with the prayers. So the tree of life and this is what I wanted to make sure that I, I went over because I don't know if I went over this. The tree of life represents the past, the present, and the future, right? All coming together in the present moment. So basically the past and the future coming together in the now. And that's when we really expand our consciousness. The reason why this was only available for royalty is because 
um, back then, they didn't think that people, in order for them to keep people uh, to believe in them as gods, goddesses, king, queens, priests, priestesses, they had to hide some of that knowledge in order for them to continue to have the power. Also, it was believed in some cultures that nobody was going to be able to understand the knowledge and could use it inappropriately. So, the trees in ancient Sumerian, Egyptian, African, Celtics, Druids, understood that the tree of life holds immense power. So they can, they actually venerated certain trees and some trees were not allowed to be seen by anyone, just the royalty, the, the one that had the knowledge. And in some cases, they were only shown to gods and goddesses, not even to like the earthy ones, because they believed that that was the gate for higher realms that only gods and goddesses were supposed to have. And I'm referring specifically to like the ancient Sumerians, the Egyptians, Celtics, Druids, and some place, you know, like throughout Africa. So the Garden of Eden is a great example of this. And I know we talked about the Garden of Eden before when we went over the the disease DNA strands. And the reason why I was using that example is because of the whole tree, the life, the tree of life situation, because the Garden of Eden is the greatest example that we have that in the center of the tree, it holds immense wisdom and what is in the center of the tree is the heart and that we've been talking about the heart for many 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 lectures now and it keeps coming back to the heart because the heart is where we really have the gate so the tree of life symbolizes a gate showing us that when you actually understand them you can go through different gateways to enter different dimensions. And remember about the 36 dimensions, we talked again about having access, proper access by making sure that you're working from the heart space. So the tree of life is a great mystery for a lot of people because it really, it means it's you. The tree of life is in every one of us. We all have the heart space that we can activate and we all can go through different gateways to pick up information to pick up wisdom, knowledge that we can use here now in a very powerful, meaningful way if we understand what that means. So the tree of life essentially, um, even in ancient cultures, was the gateway to enlightenment. So when we understand that and we understand that even the Garden of Eden, um, Jewish Gematria gives us 360, 360, least to 36, which is the number of DNA strands that they have indicated to me that we have access to. And it could be that um, over the last, you know, dozens of years where we have been leading up to this moment where we're going from 3 to 5D, we have been able to activate the 24 to 36 DNA strands. Because before, even before, I remember... Um, meditating and getting information that was not 36 strands. It was, I didn't even know about the 36 strands until I started channeling for this lecture, for this uh, class, because my understanding and what I received before 
and maybe it's because I wasn't ready to receive it. Maybe my mind wasn't expanding um, so much so that I could understand and really tap into the knowledge of the 36 DNA strands. So obviously um, it could have been me no picking up the right information or the information that I that was really going to open my eyes in a different way because all this time I kept thinking uh, it's up to 30, 24 DNA strand. And to receive the 36 DNA strands information, I was a little doubtful at first because, and that's why they had to give me clues and hints and things for me to go um, and put together. Like with the Garden of Eden, because the Garden of Eden, even in ancient times, was considered the greatest gateway to other to have access to other multidimensional realities. So, you know, when everything comes together in this way, we we know better. We we have um, less doubts about what's coming through because we know it to be true based on the numbers and the clues that they have left us for us to really. You know, because sometimes we need clues, we need hints, we need confirmation. So great confirmation here because no matter where you go, the ancient Sumerians, the native Indians, the Egyptians, the Amazonians, whoever, wherever you go, um, and you could have been people that were like the Mayans, the Incans, none of them supposedly knew about each other and they all understood the tree of life and they were all recording on the walls of different caves and different paintings and different things, different structures, that the tree of life was very sacred. So we can find the tree of life in all the ancient civilizations and receive the same information that it was a sacred gateway. And where is the sacred gateway? The wisdom, all of that resides within you, within the heart space. So this is just magical information. I wanted to make sure that I didn't forget to put this out there for the course, because I'm not sure if I said any of this in the previous recording. So if it if it is repeated, please forgive me. I just want to make sure that this is clear because it's so important that when we understand the connections and we connect the dots, we can see that all the information the intergalactic healers are giving us is actually information that when you put it together and you connect the dots, you cannot have any doubts. I have no doubts because even things that I didn't really feel deep within my bones, like the zodiac thing, I went back to meditate and channel information. And when I received the connection of how it all connects, really, it was mind-blowing to me in, in such a significant way that it's not just knowing that the zodiac is inside of us because we're the cosmos, but really what does it mean for the general regular person that doesn't believe in anything like this? When we see the clues and the hints and the connection, it really blows our mind. So I hope that you start putting the, the dots together so it can also make sense to you and definitely meditate to receive more wisdom, to receive the confirmation that you need if you're having any doubts because it's so important for us to understand that the gateway to all the cosmos resides within us. When we close our eyes and we are ready to connect, we can go anywhere. And it becomes a very powerful experience 
each and every time. So I'm going to just leave it here because it was supposed to be a short note. But um, definitely, if you have any questions, um, head to the membership area so you can post questions and we can interact back and forth. Thank you so much.